Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Confused Breakfast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? I do. It's hard to beat the ease of the modern era streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch. But there was something truly special about finishing a game of croquet, heading to Blockbuster, picking out a movie by hand, and taking it home to watch with you. Hmm. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. My name is Mike. I'm your host today. Joining me as always, Mike and Mike. What's How the up? heck you guys doing? How's it going, guys? What's up, Mike? Pretty good. Nice. I meant, I meant the other Mike. How are you doing? I'm Mike? doing really good today, Mike. Okay. I good. always know which Mike I'm talking to and which Mike I'm is talking, talking into. To me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Wow. Three mics with three I was introducing mics. the mics that Sean Pryor and AJ Vans are talking into. Yeah. You get it? Okay, you get okay. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's not really funny. This is blowing my mind. This is fun. Well, thanks uh, for being <laughs> here today, everybody. It was This was Heather's. <laughs> Heather's. <laughs> Heather, I hardly know her. Hey, there you right, go. We're having fun, oh, man. man. <laughs> well, boys, on today's episode, we discuss a true cult classic movie, a high school black comedy film that is regarded as one of the greatest coming of age films of all time. Yeah. A movie that has since been adapted into a musical and a television reboot. We're, of course, talking about 1989's Heather's. Okay. Well, damn, dang it. Ladies and gentlemen. It's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with the Confused Breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. Take it away, boys. Well, if you are new to the podcast, we're going to be reviewing this movie scene by scene with a modern eye. But in order to do that properly, you must first discuss it with pure nostalgias. Sean, I know you've been wanting to do this movie for quite some time. Uh, I want to start with you on the nostalgia rating on this. This is uh, my breakfast club. (gasps) This is like, this is like one of my high school movies. This is like my high school movie. uh, Besides Days of Confused. Um, Mm. I just, I, when I first saw it, I think that it kind of blew me away where I, I was just getting into like David Lynch and Kubrick and like, Scorsese, all those, oh. all those, all those kinds of movies, and then I saw this movie and I realized uh, 
that it wasn't like Breakfast Club or like those actual teen movies. And I think that bothered me at first. And I watched it again. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of one of those movies. I'd be interested to see what you guys think. But uh, I have to give this movie a 7.1. 7. 7.1 nostalgically for the Sean. What about the age? Mm, well, mm. <laughs> speaking of coming of age, <laughs> this movie is certainly more coming than aging. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the tomato meter. Tomato meter. Splat. Splash. Um, all over. No, uh, guys, this was uh, this was definitely one of those movies that um, when I was younger, I just didn't see. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know those movies that you don't watch. This is one of them. Huh. It's a big old NA for AJ. Oh on my god! Uh, this movie. I ag- I agree with one of the two of you on oh. how I feel about this movie, and <laughs> it's definitely AJ. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of coming. It's, it's one of those. I've, I've never even heard of this movie. Really? Okay. Until you brought it up on this. And it's, and it's surprising because I like to think that my my knowledge of at least knowing an 80s or a 90s movie. You do like to think that. I, I would love to think <laughs> At least I'm not saying I saw it. I'm saying that I at least, oh, I've heard of that movie. But like I had never even heard of this movie. Yeah. And it's surprising to me because uh, I'm thinking, oh, well, then maybe maybe not that many other people know about it. But uh, uh, this is a very fine like people know about this movie and it is truly cult classic so it's going to be a lot of fun uh sean sean holds this in high regard me and aj have literally never seen it until we're going to talk about this (laughs) so i thought it was a completely different movie i did too so yeah like what yep okay no no clue what i thought it was i i I did i literally i don't know i thought it was i didn't know who was in the movie for some reason i had it in my head of like um something more along the lines of like like jawbreaker okay something like that that's what i thought okay i I didn't even have a single thought in my head of what this was yeah and i didn't do any research at all so that i could just hit play and go oh my god what are we watching (laughs) yep which is a great experience so we're gonna strip away sean's nostalgia and we're gonna (laughs) talk about this with a modern day i so first we got to learn the important details of the movie sean what do you got man let's go with produced by denise denovi uh aya labunka Mm. and christopher webster written by daniel waters he also wrote hudson hawk batman begins and returns and demolition man which we will cover we will Cinematography by Francis Kenny. Music by David Newman. Directed by Michael Lehman. He's been here before. He did Hudson Hawk, uh, My Giant, uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights, and The Prestigious Airheads. Nice. Cast. Winona Ryder, Christian Slater, Shannon Doherty, Lizanne Falk, Kim Walker, Penelope Milford, Glenn Shaddix, Phil Lewis, Jeremy Applegate, and Patrick. I better get this right. Leboito? Laberto. Laberto. I'm going to be hearing from him uh, maybe on a brunch episode. Maybe, up here, right? maybe be back on the show here soon. Writer Daniel Waters wrote the script with Stanley Kubrick in mind to direct the film. In, in uh, loving his films, Waters thought that the director's specific sensibilities would uh, suit perfectly with the themes in Waters' script. Turns out it's harder to get a script to Kubrick than you think. After trying several <laughs> times, Waters got the script to director Michael Lehman, who would helm the project. Yeah, I, I imagine that it was one of the many, many scripts that came across Stanley Kubrick's desk and uh, that just did not make it into his brain. That's like um, uh, 15-year-old AJ taking the demo that was recorded in the in <laughs> to a, a basement 
into uh, into uh, into uh, Gabe's oasis yep. and, and yeah. Doug there being like, oh, just give us a call if you want if you want to do our, my movie, Stanley Kubrick and Stanley Kubrick just saying, I don't call you. <laughs> yeah. I don't call you. I don't call you. I don't call oh, you. Oh, so you, you call uh, I call you. This isn't how it works. I don't call you. I don't call you. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye. Okay. I don't listen to your demo. I don't read your script. I don't call you. That's it. I also think it's fascinating, and this is not a dig on you because people say it, pronounce it like this differently. But you're a Kubrick man and not a Kubrick. Man. I'm, a, I'm a Kubrick man. Yeah, okay. like a like a Rubik's Kubrick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just surprising, you know. I just I don't know if I'd ever know anybody. That you're a, you're part of like one that. of the most popular movie podcasts around, and Kubrick's say, say Kubrick. Okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> I don't know if you, it <laughs> definitely doesn't bother me. It's just uh, interesting. Just want you to know. <laughs> okay. Many actresses I want were, you to know that I don't know. Stanley Kubrick's room. That's what it is. Go on, John. Many actresses were offered the part of Veronica and then subsequently turned it down because of the dark subject matter. Jennifer Connelly was offered the role and Heather Graham was offered the part of Heather Chandler. You'd be too close to pure comfort. Yeah. Winona yeah. Ryder... Uh, wanted the part so badly that she offered to forego her salary for the film. Ryder's agent even got down on her hands and knees begging Ryder to not take the role, saying it would be career suicide, almost like a uh, a Christian Bale in uh, American Psycho kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Even though Ryder Daniel Walters said Ryder wasn't pretty enough. (laughs) Good God, man. Wow. To To do this part, she got the part she fought for anyway. Brad Pitt auditioned for JD, but turned it uh, got turned down. Also, not pretty enough. Super weird. It's I weird. Don't know. I just um. <laughs> don't know the taste on this guy. I have no. I can't. I can't. Uh, you know. <laughs> I can't find the words. Rattled. Christian Slater was cast shortly after. Principal photography began on July 1988 and filmed in California at a plethora of high schools around the city. Shannon Doherty was reportedly hard to work with on set, uh, not wanting to say a lot of the profane language of her lines. Director Lehman said she didn't get the movie and it actually helped her performance because she played her Ooh, character straight that. when the movie is a dark comedy. So he, he kind of just directed her and let her do her thing, thinking that this movie was pretty straight instead of being a farce, cool. pretty much. Uh, actually, I like that a lot. <clears throat> Heathers was released on March 31st, 1989, and on a budget of $3 million, the film only made $1.1 million at the box office. Wah, wah. It spawned a TV show remake, kind of, in a musical. That's all I got. Well, thanks, Sean. We got to go to AJ next. He does the research for us. We got to talk critical fan ratings and reviews. What do you got on this thing? Don't worry. They aren't real bullets. They just show up. With fake blood, like the, the tomato, tomato meter. Gross. <laughs> They're fake tomato meter bullet. It's fine. Ninety-three percent certified fresh. Ninety-three percent. That is tied in the twenty-third spot of any movie we've done. Listen to what it's tied with. T two, True Romance, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it should be noted that it is it is higher rated than Dazed and Confused, Jurassic Park, and Rocky Whoa. by the critics. Wow. Well, all right. Sometimes the critics get it wrong, you know. Eighty three percent from the audience's perspective. Uh, We're essentially agreeing that that if you take critics and fans and you put them together, that is the real rating. You'll find a happy medium. I agree. I think that's I think that's accurate. Truth is somewhere. Um, It's funny if you actually look this up at the wrong time, you'll see that it's not rated on (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes. Um, 
Every but, odd minute of the day. It's, yeah. it's not on there. Every odd minute of the day. There's one hacker out there who's like, I hated that movie. I'm just going to keep hacking their yeah. site <laughs> and removing the rating. Just, and, then, and then Rotten Tomatoes is like, oh, he's back. Yep, put it back on there. Treating like goddamn Wikipedia up here. Um, 7.2 on IMDb. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to give money to you, Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm not giving you. You have enough money. Trust me. Oh, my me. God. Please give us money. <laughs> <laughs> they are desperate. Wikipedia, sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> 7.2 on IMDb. Boys, 7.2 ties this with Big Trouble in Little China, Caddyshack, Clue, Lost Boys, Tremor, and Speed. Oh. And it should be noted that Fast Times Original High is a 7.1. Man, that really fits into those movies, Just I think. throw it in there. I like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Roger Ebert gave this a 63 uh, out of 100. Chicago Sun-Times, if you don't know where he writes for, where he wrote for. Uh, what sets Heathers apart from less intelligent teenage movies is that it has a point of view towards, uh, towards the subject matter, a bleak, macabre, and biddingly satirical one. Mm. Jonathan Rosenbaum, another Chicago Knight. Chicago Knight? Chicagoans? Yeah, good Chicago Yeah, good. Uh, it's, it succeeds at least in being offbeat, but it's in its inanities, inanities, sorry, and glib pr- uh, pretensions are so thick that it mainly comes across as tacky and contrived. Mm. That was a 40 out of 100. This is a 1 out of 10. Uh, Budman17038 in 2020 <laughs> said, uh, Set, it just entitled, huh? <laughs> it's a, it's, huh? It works for a, a, a person called Bud Man. Bud Man. I think that's, huh? Huh? <laughs> it's the chick in the it's, movie. It's, it's a, <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh? Okay, so it's not a mean, huh? It's more like, uh, it's, it's like, yeah. huh? It, yeah, it's not a, huh? It's a, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I lasted not quite 15 minutes. Well, so no, it's get a, some, it's get, a some huh? get some blue chew or some hymns wipes. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> sponsor us. How do you know they're a wipe? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Hydrogen doesn't work well in the nose, does it? Spit, you bitch. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Oh, I'm gonna swallow that. <laughs> That's what you said. How do you know it's a wipe? How do you know you chew them? How do you know? <laughs> I just see the commercials Dude. from like NFL. Oh, and stuff. I just I just went online and read the directions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let me tell you, she's satisfied now. That's right. I don't know. Oh yeah. Anyway, what were we doing? Hell yeah. <laughs> That <laughs> lasted not quite 15 minutes. So I'm not sure I, I qualify to write a review. Then don't. <laughs> if you have to question it, then what are we all thinking, you jackass? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is good. <laughs> but, but I just didn't get it because you didn't watch it. <laughs> you were just nailing your own coffin. Oh, geez. Uh, the acting is so stiff. Nothing, nothing flowed. He said nothing twice. At least the part I saw, LOL. And and where's the dark comedy? Well, if you would have stuck around for more than 15 <laughs> minutes, you might have seen. 
Like, I, I can't imagine that somebody started this movie and was like, oh, thank God, a dark comedy. <laughs> no. I should see the darkness first before the comedy. They don't advertise <laughs> it that way. Okay, fine. Uh, now, this now this is recommended by Prime after watching Election. Okay. There's absolutely no comparison. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean's on board and then he's off again. He got on that train and he stepped right off. He forgot oh, yeah. his bag. Hey, Prime was on point. Uh, <laughs> I may have to sue for my wasted 15 minutes. Get out of here. By the way, I'm only trying to save someone else from suing. <laughs> not save someone from watching it, but get not offended that. enough to sue He understands them. they're going to lose the lawsuit. He's like, I don't want you to waste your time. Not, man. I want to save someone else from wasting 15 minutes just from suing. Um, here, I, uh, there were a couple folks... Inside of the little Lebowski. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Urban Achievers on our exclusive Discord. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. That's right. You can way, join. That's only awesome. way to join. Uh, we've got, I, this is perfect, but I had to take this excerpt at least. Um, and, and so uh, Luke in there said, it's Mean Girls except Lindsay Lohan, Winona Ryder, has a dark, troubled boyfriend with a dickhead dad uh, who takes her pranks too far. And uh, minus Tina Fey and Don Cheadle. Okay, of course. That's it. Yeah. I, th- I believe he gave it uh, uh, 75 out of 100 croquet balls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Mike Giuliano did have this to say uh, on here. It's, it's definitely hella dark, uh, but that kind of makes it appealing to him. Uh, and definitely a little tough to rewatch frequently and almost impossible to redo or remake, uh, which yeah. is why they dropped the TV show so quickly, yeah. which I didn't know that. Supposedly, like then they film a full season of the TV show, but they just kept being like, "All right, we're going to release it on this day." Uh oh, school shooting. Okay, let's let's postpone it a month. Uh oh, school shooting. Okay, hold on, let's uh, let's do two months from now. That's when we're uh, school shooting. Like they that, apparently that's just what kept happening. Yeah, I, I mean it's that's fucking sad. Yeah, it's but terrible. it's just it, you know just release it. It's fake. You know, like. Uh, we're not going to get into that, but I mean, let's get into that, it. Maybe it is good, and they just, you know, I don't know. Maybe it could have gained some legs if not for that. Yeah, he said he said it's kind of like um, RoboCop in the way that it was trying to be the satire. Sure, okay. But, but it became not. too close to reality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? Um, he did He did say, though, since he's basically the, he's probably the theater kid of, of the uh, Little Lebowski okay. um, group, that uh, he, he did say the musical version was amazing. Okay. okay. And so I would, I would, I would, I would pay money to see that. Absolutely, I I probably not on TV, but I'd like to see it in person. In person, yes, yes, that is correct. So maybe Lottie's got a production coming. Just thinking, heck yeah, dog. We'll go. We will travel to England the next time Lottie has a production of Heather's. Yes, yes. I I guess we're gonna have to do that. Lottie being the voice you hear in the. We'll we'll bring all of our Patreon people with. Yep, we'll all just go together. Yeah, I think that's good. And Craig, and Craig. (laughs) Um, so you know what I'm gonna I am gonna give you this one. Uh, this is a one out of ten. This will be my last one uh, for this guy's. This is a this is rated a seven point three. Are you freaking kidding? <laughs> Said Bobby LeBay, July thirty first, twenty nineteen. This movie is just horrible, boring, stupid, completely void of entertainment, and yet it's rated seven point three. I grew up in the 80s, huge fan of the 80s of 80s classic movies. This is not one of them. Here's the offer, IMDb. I am pretty much the best raider of movies. Ooh. 
I know what people like, and I genuinely know crapola when I view it. I can smell it coming. Ew. Uh, the bottom line, you pay me $4,000 a month, and I will edit and erase all the BS ratings that misled honest, innocent folks. $4,000 a month isn't going to make me a millionaire. However, I can live comfortably on that salary and make a positive impact on the world. Let's do this. America deserves honest ratings. Do you think that's satire? Not the way the Heathers is. There's no way of telling. So we have to believe that it's not and make fun of him. We have to believe that this person listens to our podcast. It says 2019. So no, but it could be. I mean, it was beforehand before we came out. But then maybe they could have picked, picked us up. Maybe we've changed him. Maybe. maybe we've created like a better environment for this young man, young man, to yeah. uh, to just n- understand that like you can have differing opinions and you can still just have fun. Yeah, or that's you, true. Or I he's mean, still just a huge piece of shit. You no, know, I. <laughs> well, he could smell the shit coming. He yeah. takes one to know one. I, I could I could live off four thousand dollars a month too, man. Yeah. We That's couldn't. all I have to say about that. No, nope. but, but the fact that you think you are the person that understands good and bad movies—he's the best raider on we IMDb. Are. We are. Yeah, you're we're right. We're the fucking captain now, bro. Yeah, we're the Ooh. captain now. And our ratings are way more important than what you think. Take that. What was his name? Bobby LeBay. What's it say here? Jarrett Layoff. Jarrett Layoff. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> wait a this second. Scooby Doo is like Jarrett Layoff. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, thanks, AJ. You guys are welcome. My dudes. (laughs) These high school kids in the 80s thought their lives were so tough, but they never had to worry about cybersecurity. In our modern world, the biggest security threats are hidden in the shadows of the Internet. And luckily for all of us, our friends, NordVPN, sponsor of today's episode, has the product that can keep us safe. NordVPN provides a service that protects your internet connection and privacy online by creating an encrypted tunnel for your data and protecting your online identity by hiding your IP address and masking your virtual location. I've been running it on my phone and my computer for almost a year now, and it seriously is the best peace of mind that I could ever have, knowing that I'm protected in everything I do. They also doubled down on keeping us safe with the new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you download an infected file, threat protection kicks in, deletes it before it makes a mess. But security aside, one of the biggest pluses for movie lovers is that NordVPN allows you to change your IP address to another country in a matter of seconds, and that can open up a whole new database of things you can watch that are not available in the U.S., I was craving two things last night, Pulp Fiction and Fellowship of the Ring. Both are nowhere to be found on any streaming service that I have. So I switched my IP location to Australia. Good day, mate. And I instantly had access to Pulp Fiction and every single one of the Lord of the Rings movies. This is huge for getting around sports blackouts, finding cheaper flights, getting software you can't get in the U.S. and so much more. You know how you search for flights? Uh, like you'll search for it one day, then you go back the next day to purchase it and they went up in price? Not anymore. Thanks to NordVPN. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to NordVPN.com slash breakfast to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus four additional months for free and it's completely risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee give it a try and if you like it great if you don't they'll issue a refund you can pretend like it never happened but i know you're gonna love it go to nordvpn.com breakfast get your subscription started today 
Well, my dudes, I would like to read you an entry from my journal. <laughs> Dear Diary, Sean told me that he teaches people to like heavy metal music. He said that pop music sucks, losers drive. You want to fuck with the Eagles? You have to learn how to fly. I said, so you teach people how to spread their wings and fly? He said, yes. I said, you're beautiful. Our love is God. Let's go get a slushy, an issue of Stud Puppy, a candy dish, a Joan Crawford postcard, some mascara, and some mineral water, and let's get this party started. Here we go. All right. Hell yeah. Scene one. At Westerberg High School, Veronica Sawyer becomes part of a popular but feared clique run by three girls named Heather. After a day at school becoming frustrated with the clique abusing its power, she meets a new student named JD, who eventually pulls out a gun and fires blanks to scare football player bullies Kurt and Ram. Veronica uh, goes with Heather Chandler to a frat party. After refusing to have sex with a frat guy, Veronica embarrasses Heather and leaves. JD shows up at Veronica's house, and they have sex. Yes, yeah, dude. AJ, I'm going to start with you on this one because uh, were you as were you as turned off from the start of this as I was when at the intro here realizing all their names are Heather? Yes. It it, it set me down a, a wrong path to start this movie. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't I didn't read anything about this. I knew nothing of it being a satire. I was just like, what the fuck are we watching? I thought it was just the name it would just be the name of a click. You know the what I Heathers. mean? Like, oh that's that's the Heathers. And maybe it could be named after the main girl who is named Heather. Yes. But instead it's like, no, they're all named Heather and I, I don't know that between that and the obnoxiously large writing in the journal, those two things turned me off right away. Right. It took me a while to figure out. And, and maybe that's a true, like good satire to where it, it's sort of hidden from you. But if you don't know what you're getting into this, I can see why people are turning this movie off 15 minutes in. If you don't actually understand what's going on, if let's say I was just net, Netflix and chilling and I was like, I've heard good things about this, Heather. I might have turned this off. And, and decided to go to something else before I realized what I was getting in. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go back a second time, watch, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. I, don't, I, I see what's going on here. But at first, it's a little hard to understand what they're going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say this um, before Sean sets us right. Uh, <laughs> like, I did think it was funny, though, because the whole time that they are talking or especially like like playing croquet or whatnot, right? They, I was like, how do they know who they're talking to? <laughs> But they know. Of course and they And that's do. funny. Yeah. It's very You know funny. what I mean? And and like the fact that they never allude to it or they never they never make that joke is very much appreciated. Yes. It, it, it appreciated because it's it's the low hanging fruit of like, hey Heather, not you, other Heather. Uh. It's like that would have been too easy. But the fact that they never acknowledge it is uh, like on my second rewatch, I was like, okay, yep. I, I do think this totally. is funny. That is fun. I, I never really caught that actually, but I, I, I like the way that this whole intro thing is shot, especially it's pretty good because it's, it looks so much like Carrie, Brian De Palma's yeah. Carrie. And I think that's where, uh, waters got a lot of his okay. inspiration for this script. Okay. Um, and I th- think a, a reviewer said it, it is like the Carrie of the eighties, which is Carrie yeah. was like 78 or something like that. Sure. Um, and I totally agree with that. I think it's like, uh, just you get in right away with this click, I guess, and realize what it's doing. Like they're all named Heather. It's pretty on the nose. Like obviously you're the maybe, same people. Maybe. It, yeah. 
obviously maybe after like a second watch or something like that with what you guys are saying, but it is just like so on the nose of this is a click and this, they run the school and that Veronica does not belong because her name is not Heather. And are we made to believe like, like we're supposed to believe that Veronica is a good, nice person that is falling into the wrong group here. Right. Yeah. I I, I I feel that. Yeah. I think as the movie goes on, you kind of discover that she's got a lot more uh, hidden problems. Yeah. And for sure that, that are repressed, I guess. Yeah. But, but she, you know, she's at least, you know, they say Martha dump dump truck and she's like she doesn't correct them for saying Martha dump truck, but she says, No, Martha Dunstock's been nothing but nice to me. Yeah. You know, like such a subtle way to to tell us that she's better than they are. Yeah. Instead of the like, but she doesn't want to correct them in saying it. Yeah. You don't call her dump truck. Like she's what'd still, you say? You know, like she's still intimidated to yeah. do that to a degree. Maybe intimidated isn't the right word, yeah. but she doesn't want to she doesn't want to cause like the friction immediately or like like upfront like that, mm-hmm. but she's going to stick to her own guns of using the right name. You know, yep. like little things like that, like uh-huh. you're saying. I like you're right. how I do like how it drops us into the movie too, and it doesn't like explain how because it doesn't like you're saying it doesn't seem like Veronica belongs in this, and mm-hmm. it seems like she doesn't want to be here. Um, and we don't get like the lead up to that. We don't get like I guess the origin story of how <laughs> she made it to yeah, this. Yeah, why did she make it into that crew? Yeah. It's not the mean girls type thing. Exactly. Where we see who she was beforehand and then joins this this uh hot girl click, you know, yeah. that that rich pretentious girl click. Yeah. I really think that it's a lot to do with what we learn about Veronica as the movie goes on is um that this was almost a project of hers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe. Uh, but like in this lunchroom scene too, and I do have a note, I was like, this is where mean girls got their whole aesthetic. A hundred percent. Um, the, the whole, uh, cafeteria scene is just like, Oh yeah. We recruited our, one of our soldiers, Veronica to go fuck yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like truck. sending her on missions. It's to like see what so she can do. creepy and, and weird. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's like a uh, gang almost. It's like yes. a like a Goodfellas kind of thing. It's like oh well, Tony, you go you go fuck with Martha Dump Truck. You know you're right. You're right. Like uh, you know, scare him a little bit. It's like you know? why? It, it seems like a thumbs. mandate. You know, it seems like well, yeah. we haven't done this in a while. We gotta we gotta bring her down. I think it'd be really pay. funny. We should do this. Yeah, and I think it's. You, I I feel the way I felt was Veronica's a part of this group to whatever degree she really is because I mean. Because her family's wealthy, you know, because that's where they're playing croquet all the time. Yeah, you don't realize that, but it's at it's, it's at actually, Veronica's house. It's actually her yes. house because yeah. everyone else eventually leaves, and then it's her with her parents or yeah. whatnot, and that's what you kind of realize. But but that's just kind of what it. Maybe that's why she's just a she's, rich kid that needs yeah. to be friends with the rich girls, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and these, I mean, I love the introduction where you start to just meet all the high schoolers and and like this question this poll that they do really shows you how just dumb everyone is in this movie because like what what is the question the question is you inherit two million dollars but you find out that in two days aliens are going to blow up the world what Mm -hmm. do you do and every one of their answers makes no sense like I'd give it to my father to invest you're like invest what there's two (laughs) days left or the one dude's like well but hold on, it won't exactly be $2 million because after taxes and like, yeah, 
<laughs> like, but I mean, like Ram Ram's answer is probably the only one that makes sense, isn't he? Like, I, I pay Madonna a million bucks to sit on my face. <laughs> like, he's the only one thinking properly about this question. It's the only right? one that's like really an- like practically anim- animalistic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because everyone else is being overly practical. Yeah. In their the answers. world's going to end is, in two days. Right. What are you talking about? They it's, think all they a hear is two million dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they they well, I invest it. Like, well, there's nothing. There's not going to be anything left. Well, that's idiotic yes. <laughs> but like they're in high school nothing's gonna go wrong for them right like yeah. this is we have our whole lives ahead of us oh man yeah. so and but then you get fucking jd with his douchebag answer of like i'd row out into the middle of the lake somewhere <laughs> dude bring along a bottle of tequila my sacks and uh maybe some bach some bach like that is just like but i love i love this because you've got the <laughs> idiot people You've got the like overly sexualized people. Then you've got the fucking really cool guy. Rams like, should we kick his ass, Mike? He needs it. He does need it. (laughs) Yeah. If anybody needs it in this in this movie, it's it's him. It's him. What do we? Can we just talk about Christian Slater? We kind of had the same conversation in True Romance Mm. of like this. Like, do we like Christian Slater? You know, because like when I heard about Brad Pitt, young Brad Pitt playing this role, like I instantly got turned on. Of this I, idea of young Brad Pitt, like doing really good acting in this role and like playing the the good looking, but yet like really smart kind of like he would have done it. I think it would have been a less obvious version of what Christian Slater yeah. did, you know, because I think he especially when he when he was younger, he had the he had the doe eye approach that like Brad Pitt did, you know, yeah. to like kind of take it to this point where and and be maybe a little bit more mysterious in a silent way um, rather than uh, Christian Slater, who I I believe even said, like I took like a Jack Nicholson approach to this role, which is actually amazing because there were moments there where I was like, Christian Slater in this movie could, could be the Joker. Right. Batman remake. Yeah. Yeah. He could have been the next Batman. Sorry. The joke, the next mm -hmm. Joker in some sort of Batman. Cause he, he had that Nicholson vibe to him. He's got that, yeah, yeah, you know that kind of yeah, yeah, squint, squint, squint. It's a lot of it's a lot yeah. of shoulders with Christian Slater. Shoulders. It's yeah. a lot shoulders of like, and squinting. I'm gonna tell you this. Yeah, If you want, if you look, if you want to go play video games all day, I guess <laughs> you could do that. Sounds like a waste or, of life to me. Or, seems like the school has plenty of assholes. It looks like to me. Looks like to me. <laughs> it's but that is it but just, that that is it just says it looks like to me a lot. It looks, it looks like, like to me. me. Yeah, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like just a bunch of fucking assholes looking to just, you know, be dicks. It looks like to me. You guys haven't seen Cutting Class with Brad Pitt. No. That no. came so out that's this, who we would have had. That came out the same year as this. Would it have not as am I just not thinking good about You're it? You're thinking Brad Pitt nowadays. I'm I thinking think. Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt. No, no, okay, no sir. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> right. I have to show you a cutting class. Okay. Anyway. Brad like, Pitt now or Brad Pitt nineteen eighty eight? Meg Ryan. What do you <laughs> Meg Ryan? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um No, I think Christian Slayer, I think we said it in True Romance too, where it's like he's yeah. he's the he's got that edge to him. Like he's really got that that handsome dude mm. that's got that mean guy edge or like the mysterious guy edge. He's so he's perfect for this. He's role. a good looking guy. Like, it's, so it, it fits the role. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. less um, true. Romance is like less mysterious and more edge. Whereas yeah. this is trying to be come off as less edge and more mysterious. And sure. it just doesn't quite yeah. get there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're in the bat. No, no, stall, no just the bat, like the, the cuts they make, like the, 
she's through puking in the bathroom. And she's like, let's take another look at today's lunch. And it, it goes right to that <laughs> yeah. shot of the lunch being sprayed off of dinner, lunch trays into yeah. the trash. Yeah. And even like, I love that straight on shot of Ram and Kurt come over to confront JD and that, that camera's right on Ram and Kurt's face. Like as if there's a camera in between them confronting each yeah. other. There's some great stylistic choices that they made on this that are just so subtle, but like they really work. Like it's a well done film. I talking about the editing of like cutting on the puke and the the lunch. Uh, I like I like all the inner cuts with um, the like the confessionals of like saying mm-hmm. the, what they would do with the two million dollars and everything. I thought yep. that was really cool, really. Uh, because I was getting a little tired of the cafeteria at this point, yep. and then they started doing that. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in. Like the pace okay, is okay, kind of yeah, picking yeah, up yeah. with the with the cuts. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I think you don't really see a lot of like directing flourish with Michael Lehman in Airheads specifically, but I think, and even here, I think he's really just shooting the script and like shooting coverage and everything. Yeah. But then like he he notices and knows that this is more of a uh, um, black comedy with more you you could say leans in a little bit to the what what's the word I'm looking for um anyway it's he there's a little bit of the that weird edge yeah that okay. that he needs to lean into at certain points and he does and it I, doesn't I really feel, like that. it doesn't it, you feel like something's off kind of at yeah times. Like you really don't 100%. feel like the director is taking over the story you feel like you're being led by the script and then the director's like i need to everyone's like you need to see this yeah there's exactly a, there's a there's a point where some of it feels like dream-esque yes you know yeah and that's like, what i'm trying to get in, at. In, a, in a way that it's like this can't be a real thing like this has to it's like somebody's it's like somebody's recollection of what happened sure yeah not not what actually happened yeah you know what i mean they got a dream sense to it yes it it just seems slightly fantastical in that way of like it's like it's like you you cut off the corners of of the of the frame you know what i mean like of the of the picture got that opaque kind of look yeah 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 that's the way i feel about like pretty much most of this movie Mm -hmm. is that's the way it feels to me. It's like not totally real. Just somebody's recollection of it. Yeah. It's so wild to me that we're a couple, couple movies over the last couple weeks where there's a gun being fired with blanks, like empire, empire records and this. And it's like both times it just shocked me to see someone pull out of a a gun and just start shooting. And it's, it's just so wild how much has changed in the world? This is we we say like oh you can never make this movie nowadays, yeah. and most of the time I feel like that's bullshit. Like you can make whatever you want, but like this movie does not have the same vibe as it does nowadays. To a guy to take out a gun and start shooting people, and and then them to argue like Heather no, number one's completely fucking right. She's like they should send him to jail. Yeah, like yeah. no, it's just a gun with but both times just both had movies, blanks. It's just blanks. It's like so what? It's it's and we, threatening. It, and the maybe back was then, there. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> maybe back then it, it really was different. Oh, it's just a gun with blanks. You know, that's it's weird, a different but, time. But man, like things are. They would have to really. This movie would just have to be done so differently and delicately. Yeah. Just cause, I mean, it, it, I hope it could be done. It's just because the message is there. It's just about how do we do it? You know. Did you guys ever watch like whatever it was twenty eighteen? I think there was it was it a twenty twelve uh, of this movie. Mm-mm. Wasn't there a remake of it or something? Oh, I thought like, you were talking about the movie 2012. Oh, no. San Andreas, that oh, kind of San stuff. Andreas. Yeah. yeah, The Rock. You yeah, got yeah. it. Roland yeah. Emmerich kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, Rampage. I, um, 
No, the like there's <laughs> the pacifier. Wait, different. That's different. Ooh, wait, yeah. uh, he had like they. I don't know if it was a remake, but there was some 2018 thing I, I that saw. That was the TV show. I was think. it was a TV I show? I think TV that show. season did come out eventually. I think maybe. Okay, and, and so, and, but there have been other shows about it, about this kind of subject matter. However. It was not as near as much of like a focus, you know, it, and it's certainly not um, satirical in any way. Usually, right. you know, there's been Netflix shows that like have come out that that talk about, you know, suicide, um, you know, shootings, things like that, that are they're ter- that it's terrible subject matter. But at the same time, they, they shed a light on it. Yeah. But never in a almost satirical a way. Funny way. They're yeah. never gonna. They're never gonna take it like that twist on it. I really feel like this movie incorporates it in a way where it is somehow respectful because it, uh, like, even if that wasn't like much of a phenomenon back in the day, I do think that even being in high school, for some people, you feel like you want to fucking kill yourself, man. Like it's just the worst thing you're going through at the moment. And that's your life. You have to be there fucking every day. You have to deal with these people every day, you know? And I think this movie is like really the, the version of a breakfast club or a pretty in pink. That's like, no, this one is real though. This is what the thoughts of the kids that they really have these thoughts, you know, it's it's dude, Sean, it's so hard. It's so hard to like put it into words because you look back on high school, you're just like, you fucking idiots. This is the yeah, best time exactly. of your life. Yeah. Like, like grow up, dude. Life's yeah. going to get so much harder. But at the same time, it is the hardest thing they've ever gone through. Yeah. And you can't look ahead and be like, oh, things are going to be even harder. You can't do that. And they even say the line like, whether to kill yourself or not is one of the most important decisions a teenager can make. <laughs> That's fucking funny because yeah. that is like what a teenage mind would think. Yeah. Even though we're laughing at it, we're like, they're like, it's serious to them. It's such a hard thing to define. And this movie does a really good job of like, remember, Blurring remember that it line. was pretty serious. Yeah. Remember, you know, we've had Fuck. that conversation, Mike, maybe we were talking about it at some point or another, but you know, you talk about like a baby or like a little kid yeah. <laughs> and they cry about something or whatever it is. And somebody said, I tell Will point, every day. Yeah. I go, what are you crying for? This is the best day of your life. (laughs) But that's the thing. It's only going to get worse from here. Is somebody said that you have to remember that, number one, it's it's potentially the very first time that they're ever feeling that. And even though it could be something as easy as like, oh, I I accidentally like touched, um, like poked myself on the hand. It's the most painful experience that they have had up to that point Ever. in their life. Yes. They have never experienced anything that painful in their life. And you just keep fast forwarding that to high school. And this is. Yeah. Poking some of the your most, hand doesn't feel like that big of a deal right. because of what you've gone through now. And now you can you go into high school. But at that point, again, it's like the the breakups, the yeah. the getting picked on, oh, you know, battling. It, it's the hardest thing that you've maybe ever experienced up to that point in your life. And it's really, it's a, it's a, it can be a very dark subject. Yeah, you're right. And like looking back now, you're, you're like, I've gone through so much other hard shit in my life. That's nothing compared to whatever. You have a mortgage. Yeah, exactly. And then like, but when you're in it, it feels like an an open wound that people are just like piling whatever they're throwing salt at it. Every day you show up, you know, and then some days it's fine. But that's why, (laughs) that's why high school movies and college movies. That's why, like I always say, just like inject them into my veins. Cause like, I love, 
I love re-experiencing that. Yeah. Knowing that like, oh, phew, I made it through. But this is fun to watch these kids make it through. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like I don't know why it's such a big thing. And and it, it even d- dives into like other ass, even like high school romances. This is he's like. Or she's like, I don't really like my friends. He's like, I don't really like your friends either. I don't like your friends either. Is that the epitome of, of dating Dang, someone man. in high school? Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking hate your friends, but I, I love you. I love how she puts it. She's like, there are people I work with, and I feel like I have to clock in. <laughs> or like, I, there are people I work with and shit. Or there are people I work with, and our job is being popular and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Damn. that is perfect. Like, it's that, sad. It's, it's, it's sad because it seems like a chore, you know? Like... I, I kind of feel that maybe sometimes where like she knows that these aren't really her friends, but she's still going to incorporate and associate with them. She has to. She's got to climb the ladder. Yeah. Like, like and we don't. Sean feels a, that way every time he walks into this room with, with what Mike am I, and I. What am I going to do to impress them today? <laughs> like, oh. John's like, I, I try with my movie knowledge. It doesn't work. So I, I, I try and tell them Brad Pitt was bad in 1989. Like, like, they won't just, fucking listen to me. Oh, they're, just, they're just shitty people, and I have to deal with them and put up with it. <laughs> but unfortunately, with this podcast train has left the station, and yeah. I really like it. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Maybe I can change them. I just got to spread the gospel somehow, you know. <laughs> Brad Pitt gospel. Of- <laughs> bad in 1989. They won't listen. Ooh. Here's a prop. <laughs> I, I want to start the prop train here. I'm sorry to start it so early, but um, Martha Dump Truck is wearing that pink shirt. It's like a pink collared shirt, and it's like a long sleeve. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but I feel like I could wear that. You need to wear that on stage. I feel like I could wear that shirt. Buttoned up. I don't know way. what it says. It's got like all kinds of stuff on it. I don't even well, know. You mean our next live show, February 24th? Yes. Oh, in Cedar Rapids? Yes. At the Olympic. At the Olympic, where, the where we're going to be selling out, out, and you should probably buy your tickets probably, now. Probably buy them. That's com. Is that what you meant? Is that yep. by the show? Because we're that's reviewing Air Force One? Fuck. Yep. Okay, so oh I need to get God. this prop to wear it at the live show. Yeah, you do. All right. You really do. What props do you guys want? Heather's suicide note that they make for her. I want The first Heather? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I want... Um, I want the croquet set. Have nice. you ever played croquet before? No, it's not I, really that fun. No, it's I. I, I, I maybe it's because I don't understand the rules. Somebody set one up, and then we just like kept hammering those yeah, things. Yeah, well, yeah, because we were we were eleven years old. I'm more of a bocce ball do? guy. Like I, I like bocce the freedom ball. of bocce to just go wherever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't like the little goals. Are you guys? So you guys are like doing cold <laughs> plunges and shit like that. Are you guys going to become like pickleball people? We're going to be croquet guys. Dude, I'll play pickleball all day. Let's go. <laughs> What if what if we brought back croquet? Oh, what about badminton? <laughs> you're, oh, I'm all in on badminton. You're I'll kick your ass on the lawn, man. I play croquet out there. I'll tear you. I'll tear you up and my knees playing badminton. I'll all fuck. Day. I'll shove a shuttlecock down your throat in nice. badminton. Badminton. Could just play like bags or darts or oh. something. You mean cornhole? Cornhole. <laughs> it's called cornhole. <laughs> That's more fun that way. People think it's funny. Because it's... <laughs> Cornhole. I got mine has bush light. Because that also it. means butthole. <laughs> uh-huh. Poop shoot. <laughs> Dark mo- comedy. That's what I call mine. Croquet. Um, we're moving on to the college party. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, this is scene two. No, no. This college okay, party. okay. Well, I just have to say that one of the best lines of the entire fucking movie, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Who says that? Some of the lines Heather. in this movie okay. is like... Which Heather? Yep. Number one? Don't yeah. ask. I don't know. We don't ask which one. We just know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Daniel Waters was tapping into... Waters tap. Um, <laughs> tap water? Tapping into with like 
or like who he saw talk like this or, you know, I, like, I read that he like he tried to make the language of this like up that he didn't want. He said something along the lines of he didn't want this to be put into a time capsule where it's like, oh, fuck, of course, they, they used to say that in the 80s. Right. So he brilliant. sort of made up things yeah. like, as as like pretending like that was what people would say like the how very how very I've never heard anyone yeah, say that right. but but a lot of it became part of the culture of talking yeah. after watching this movie see and I think I do Which think is that genius. that's really I, smart. I yeah I think that's I think that's really smart it's very very interesting too because it doesn't it doesn't time time stamp your movie necessarily yeah. as as much as it would if you use stuff like as if or as if. Talk or, to the hand. Yeah, exactly. Like that kind like of stuff. That kind know. of stuff, right? But, and I, I, I kept catching that, um, like all their little, their click verbiage and things yeah. like, you know, but I never, I, I, I didn't think of it, it at all. It felt like actually. alternate universe. You're like, yeah. did yes. we ever say that? Yeah, good call. Yeah. I feel like we said that, but I don't remember saying that, like and, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I and, like that. And it's almost like it's inspired by Kubrick, I guess. It's a... Uh, um, Clockwork Orange or uh, the novel yeah. Clockwork Orange like Droogs you know it's, yeah. no one said what the fuck is it? it made its own language up you know yeah. it kind of reminds me of that like a Fellowship bit. of the Ring it, for sure like basically writing a whole yeah language, language for it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, for sure the party <laughs> I <laughs> we're going to the college party I, I love this too because I I've always loved the difference between high school and college it's one of my favorite times in the world of of where there is just there's such a big difference of people we did yeah. a road trip last week and then we're doing high school this week or and, college and they all look school. like they could have been in road trip so <laughs> and these fuckers like what again like i've been to a lot of college parties never once has the college party has the thing behind it been like throw your coats on the floor yeah why why again i think it's like this i think it's just adding to this like world yeah you know so like yeah, throw key, your coats on the floor your, stay a while is it like yeah. a key party where you throw your like coat down someone picks it up whose coat is this well i'm fucking you then yeah. i get to fuck you i'm taking you home because i got your jacket is that what it is got or? your nose so <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. it's just like that game i think uh <laughs> oh <laughs> got your nose so i'm gonna Fuck it. <laughs> what? But these movies, yeah. like, <laughs> got your coats. This movie in particular, like, is hard to watch when you have a, a child that is a female. Yeah. Oh. Because, like, all I was thinking during this movie was, like, I really don't want Willa to fall in love with a guy like uh, JD. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, that fake ass, I'm so fucking cool and educated. Cause, like, that would really bug me. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, great. And then she's going to go to college. She's going to have these fuck asses. Like, yeah. I just want to get laid. Fuck. Like, it, like yeah. it makes me look at the world like a very different place. I'm not, not sure. Bringing a, a girl into the world. Yeah. I mean, like, I have a lot of work to like do. Like last week, is just like a lineup auction of women. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I don't want my daughter doing anything like that. Luckily, I don't think any of this really happens, but who well, knows? Sure. Uh, that's a good point. Like, it's it's like, okay, thank goodness we can analyze these movies and realize that a lot of this stuff doesn't genuinely happen. Granted, I've never think. gone to college in New York or wherever the fuck. Um, Ohio. But it, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, that place. Ugh. Another four-lettered <laughs> state. Um, but no, I... I, I think that that's the thing, but it does. It gives you just like even. I mean, 
just I think just I have a son and it's just like trying to teach him. I need to to make sure that he's not such a piece of shit. Yeah. Like he can't like this is not okay. Like this is insane. Like dudes just walking around and like they're they're already in the mindset of like, fuck, yeah, high school chicks. Like it's an entitlement. We're we're, we're, they're going to bang us. They're going to want to bang college guys. That's the only reason. Yeah. Oh, man. So nice (laughs) not hanging out with uh, with college girls. I don't have to. Ask you what your major is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are you going to study when you get to college? It's like, <laughs> Those guys, I, it was really so, good. I was like, these dudes are the worst. These are the most like n- non-substantial human beings that exist in the real world. One yeah. no, you know, just One that's note, all they are. Yeah, exactly, dude. Um, Awful people. Well, even even to the the point of them going, it seems like it's pre-written for them. Especially yeah. in, in our uh, omniscient view of with Veronica, you know, it's like, well, it's, this is this is what we do in in the Heather's click. We got to go to the college party and uh, suck some dick, suck some dick. And I love that the shot of when uh, uh, she's like, he's like, I can't control myself. And he and she goes down on him. It pans up to that that poster of the guy getting blown away by the speakers. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I was like, oh, I didn't even man. think oh about God. that. Yes. Like, honestly, the only thing I thought of was like, I've seen that poster before, probably on like, you know, like Alibaba, like Facebook ads. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can, you can get this poster. I'm like, I don't In even know what that's room. from. I don't need that. And it's like, oh, some guy's getting blown. Oh, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Well, and I, I always love this in movies. Like this is uh, where she she's pretending like this. Well, this is what we do. We fucking go and we get laid, but she doesn't actually want to do no, any exactly. of this stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that that's such an American beauty. Or it's I think it's yeah. happened in some other movies we've done where I just love that they let you see the other side of it because because no girl in her school is going to see that side of of that Heather mm-hmm. being pissed off. She had to do that and be like, fuck, god damn it. You know, yeah. but we at least get to see it as the audience. Be like, oh, duh, she's not perfect. Yeah, it's a, it's quite a weird mindset of d- doesn't want to do it, but doesn't have any other outside f- like uh, influence of well, you need to do this so you'll be cool. Other than fucking guy jabroni Magoo who <laughs> needs this, who wants it, <laughs> yeah. right? Like that's it. That's the only outside influence, and to her, but but for what we know or what we see, the, she walks out of there like, yeah, we're here to do this, Veronica. Yeah, <laughs> hello, so we can be cool. It's like you don't even want to do this. What the hell is going on? All of these Heather's are Claire from Breakfast Club. Yeah, oh yeah, or vice versa. They are, man. Yeah, you don't understand that pressure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are we to believe that she was drinking like one fifty one, like? like clear vodka or clear, like ever heavy, clear, like ever clear mm. because of how it starts on fire. Oh yeah, I guess. And why she got so sick and puked. Like were people just feeding her like, oh yeah, one fit like oh, ever clear. Yeah. Is that, that's what I was getting the implication of. Okay. The whole, the whole trash fire thing. Like maybe that's just, maybe that, is just an analogy this for is a what dumpster fire. this fucking <laughs> party is. It's a hey, fucking trash fire. Nice. Like, yeah. I don't know. But honestly, I didn't get it because it's something that is just walked. They they you literally thought maybe the building was going to start on fire yeah. and they would get in trouble. They like, literally no. walk right by it because it's like, oh, I threw this fire into that trash. It started a fire. And even as we're outside, we don't even care about it. Or is that the weird moment that like changed her for good that changed Veronica and lit a fire it in lit her the fire? 
Ah, like I like the, both of that. That's really cool. We yeah. might be thinking too hard on this. I don't think so. You don't I think, think so? it's fun. Okay, cool. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, who cares? Look Keep it up, baby. Look it up. But, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, CS says here, I'm totally right. It says Mike Schulte's very smart and he has great fan theories. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, you why? Hey, good job. You passed cinema school. <laughs> thanks, Googled yourself, right? Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, hey, man, that's dope. I'm going to get real personal on you here. It's your buddy, Mike. I feel like I could talk to you about anything. I have a thing where I do get very anxious and I do overwork myself and I do just spend a lot of mental energy on daily life. The problem is when I'm done with my day, I really like to relax. I'm not like a weed smoking guy. I'm not like any sort of other drugs kind of a guy. The older I get, the more I realize like, hey, maybe booze isn't the answer. You know, I'll have my Cedar Ridge, but I'm not going to like pound 27 beers because it just makes you feel terrible the next day. So like the only thing left for me is like gummies, right? But like I always had these really bad experiences where I would eat like an ear off of a gummy in Colorado and then ruin my entire day because I just don't have the tolerance. I'm so thankful that our sponsor, Microdose, came into my life. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that you feel just the right amount of good. That just right feeling. Like when, when everything's at peace and nothing's too much, nothing's too little. They help with everything. Like they... I, I sleep better than I ever have. My anxiety's down. My relaxation in the evening after Willow goes to bed is incredible. Creativity. A lot of times I write my stuff for the show after I've been chilling out and having some microdose gummies. I really think that you're going to enjoy this, and I really think it's something for you if my story rings true to you. So please check out microdose gummies. Get 30% off your first order, plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code BREAKFAST. It's available nationwide, shipped right to your door. That's microdose.com, promo code BREAKFAST for 30% off and free shipping. Don't hesitate to message us if you have questions about it. We are happy to answer. Let's get back to the show. So the next morning, Veronica and JD break into Heather Chandler's house. JD serves her poison drain cleaner disguised as a hangover cure, and she dies. Veronica panics, and JD urges her to force a dramatic suicide note in Chandler's writing. The community regards Chandler's apparent suicide as a tragic decision made by a troubled teenager, making her even more worshipped in death than in life. Heather Duke becomes the clique's new leader. So, AJ, I'm going to go back to you on this one, man. Like, again, were you just like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't didn't know anything about this movie, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be some stupid kind of high school drama movie. And then all of a sudden, they're killing someone. And it it actually happened. It actually happens. And so... Uh, the first time I I watched I, I watched it, I had to I had to like walk around to my kitchen and then come back, and they had in that time they had already like put the drink together and the stuff was out, and like oh orange juice and milk and all that like and oh flim glaber yeah <laughs> and like you know spit and then I see on the counter there's like a Drano or yeah, something yeah. like that right or like a sink cleaner and I'm like that's that's not good. Like that's gonna that's gonna do damage. I was like, huh? Okay. Well, uh, maybe maybe it's just like a a a, a misnomer. Like uh, they missed it in the eighties of like, oh, this could kill people. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's how dumb I'm thinking <laughs> about it. They didn't know it. Yeah. No, they didn't realize it in the eighties. <laughs> but that's bad for you. You shouldn't drink that. And like, <laughs> but then I watch it all go down. And I'm like, 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. They did that on purpose. Oh, they are skating over this, and then they're and now it's a surprise that they killed her. I think my gotcha. I think my last words are gonna be corn nuts too. <laughs> corn <laughs> nuts. What what is the reasoning behind that? <laughs> she just wanted barbecue corn nuts from, wanted at corn. the Whatever store from the gas station. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Yeah, Uh, or maybe that's what that guy tasted like. I don't know. Um, But that's it. And I, I didn't get it. I'll be honest with you. I was like, wait, is she actually dead? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I kept waiting for maybe she would survive or something. Yeah. She passed out. It's like, no, she's dead. Well, your uh, your comparison to Jawbreaker. I don't know if you've seen it or it just reminds you of it. It is pretty. Like the first time I saw that, I'm like, wait, you can kill someone and be be fun about it. Yeah, it can be funny. Yeah, movie, that movie it. scared the shit out of me the first yeah. first uh, seven minutes into it. I when they open it. up the trunk and yeah. the, the huge fucking yep. thing in her throat it, scared it, the shit it, out of me it too. Literally made me think jawbreakers were going to be a bigger problem in my life. <laughs> um, I was like, well, I hope that never happens to me because I would definitely choke. I w- couldn't swallow it. I think it's still effective and it still gets to me too. Where it's this this kind of black comedy, especially if you're dealing with like death or like mm-hmm. even uh, Throw Mama from the Train is kind of like that. Um, yeah. It, that freaked me out as a kid as well. It still works because it's or like even seeing Robin Williams in one hour photo freaks me the fuck out. Like it, it, seeing that man be, be an evil person. I love that. Movie. It's interesting. You know, just just the simple casting of it almost makes it. Um, wow. It shouldn't be this bad. Yeah. But it is, you know. Yeah. And that's well, interesting. I do think that it's it works well even today where it's. Um, they don't make movies like this anymore. I don't think not even like the subject matter, but like uh-huh. black comedies like this where people die and it's not a big deal in this, in this universe, you know, it's actually a, a really like, it's the best thing that ever happened to Heather. <laughs> yeah. Number one was that she died. Right. Like in theory, it confirmed everyone, like people probably she became thought a she, martyr. Yeah. People probably thought she, she was a bitch even, but even in death that kind of goes away with, with that with, yeah. or with her They're like, Oh, she's, she was such a good person and everything. She made fun of you every day, every single day. Yeah, but well, it's so but weird how death kind of does though. that for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get the the people write their fucking eulogies on Facebook. Yeah. Like, oh, my third, third cousin's uncle passed away. He was such a nice man. It's like, you're like, yeah. you, don't, you, fucking, you, didn't, you didn't even think to talk to him for the last 20 years. Yeah. It's never even crossed your mind. But yeah. now you're, you have the ability to get sympathy from people. Now everyone has a Heather Chandler story. Yes. You know? And now, and now like you can, people can be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to mm-hmm. hear that. Yeah. You can, <laughs> you can pull from it oh. to make it your own, make it about you somehow, yes. how it affects you in this world. And that's a great callback to like modern day social media before this was even a thing. Like everybody's making it about them. And that's what social media is nowadays. Yeah. Like you take any tragedy to be like, it's about me. It's about me. Mm-hmm. Please give me sympathy on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. This, uh, yeah. This person died. It's about me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I love the like the principals meeting, yeah, like God. the teachers and everything. It was so fucking. I I really like commend her uh, use of the word myriad. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's so good. We're talking about we're talking about like uh, basically that like this young woman died. Yeah. And we are we're sitting around. Talking about like I, you never would have expected it, and her use of the word Miria, and like how I think it was really funny, how it, she, it, she even Veronica's like, well, she misspelled it on her like on her spelling test or whatever like two weeks ago, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's even better because now she's like fully aware and wants to use it, like, <laughs> like that is deep right yeah, there. That's 
That's freaking hilarious, oh, man. Oh, man. Well, and this is a, such a commentary on the adults, too. Like, I don't know if this is it's because it's the teenager's view of the adults or if the adults are actually to blame here. But, like, Veronica's parents fucking suck. Yeah. They are terrible. So I don't know if that's Veronica's view on them or if they really are. Like, oh, what was the first day after Heather's suicide like? <laughs> Sit down and have a... What? Like, and, yeah, you want some pate? And, and it just Pate's shows the huge. well, and it shows that they, it happens twice. It shows the mundaneness of the adults' life that the kids don't ever want to be like that. That conversation, uh, you know, uh, it's a goddamn. Will somebody tell me why I read these spy novels? Thirty minutes after that, goddamn. Will somebody tell me why I smoke these things? She says because you're an idiot both times. He says, oh yeah, that's it both times. Mom goes, you too both times, and then she both times says, great pate. I got a motor if I wanna. One time it's the party Get tonight. The party. One time it's the funeral. It's the mundanity of your home life. Just repeats. It's, it's the same thing every fucking day. The parents you know? are, are are pretty much this close to being empty nesters, and they're just waiting for it. And now care. they're just kind of going through the motions of, oh, uh-huh. you're home. Hey, come come tell yeah. us about your day, and then fuck off, please. Same joke we, every time. We just yeah. want to keep uh, drinking our drinks and smoking our smokes and eating our pate. That's about it. It's basically all we all they care about. And you can hang out with us as long as you want, and then we don't really care when or if you leave. Yeah. There's there's nothing to it. Um, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Hit it! If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So, like, that's a, that was a big thing for me. It was hard picking a punchable face on this, but I started to realize it is more of the adults that I that I feel hatred for, especially like JD's dad. Yep, JD's dad's my guy on this one because this fucking this guy he is the reason JD is who he is. Yeah. And you realize that towards the end, you're like, he's just watching. He's idolizing this shitty person and trying to be just like him. JD might have had a better outcome if he would have had a dad that was not a piece of shit. The fact that he's walking 0.3 miles per hour on that treadmill. <laughs> what yeah. are you even doing here, man? So yeah. I, I'm punching JD's dad for yeah. sure. Like that, that, that rubs me wrong. I like that. I uh, yeah, I'm with that for sure. And it's like they're they're talking about the parents and everything is just like kind of mundane and like they're so dejected uh-huh. from their kids lives anymore he's acting as if he's his kid you know yeah it's so weird it makes like, no sense there's something in there where it's just like you're even that's removed from reality like even the way you talk to each other is like not real at yeah. all and it needs to be real sometimes you and know I, and i hate i hate the activities of like some of these jocks here and how they act and how the how bad the bullies are in this movie like yeah it all sucks but i i'm not giving a pass to it but my god it's like young kids are cruel man it's because they just haven't figured it out yet mm-hmm. yeah and a lot of times they're cruel because their parents are pieces of shit where does it come from you we haven't hey, we yourself. haven't used this we haven't said this in a long time yeah. but where are where the parents, are the <laughs> where parents are they? in this entire movie dude you're 100 right like where are the parents because they are literally just just there drinking drinks and like you said, Sean, just sucking down pate. I mean, and I'm like, gonna be that way for I, Willa, but I, like I yeah. love I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna I, I love it when uh when the other Heather walks in, it's like, oh, is that pate? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Oh. It's like, where the hell are they? That's where they are. They're nowhere to actually be found. Like then the, the teachers are are even removed from this because they're even making 
a martyr out of Heather, yeah. Heather's death. You I'm know, convinced you can't be a bully without having shitty parents. Like I'm, I'm convinced of that. I'd like to think that's the truth. I, yeah, I think that there is something to that. I think that like if you're if you are a bully, whether it be directly your parents or not, it does have something to do with you know your day to day outside of. Oh, yeah school if you don't naturally have empathy you need to have it almost taught to you yeah and that, that's a parent's job yeah <laughs> this exactly. is wrong don't make fun of fat people you yeah know? don't and, do that <laughs> yeah yeah you don't do this you know like that's not okay yeah yep so well we got to talk about otho being back in yeah the that's father right. ripper ah father ripper i i like the commentary on this though too because clearly this this priest is so removed from anything <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, the reason this happened is because they weren't close to the Lord. You know, yeah. like he even like says the, those MTV video games. Yeah. He doesn't even know, <laughs> doesn't what, know what he's talking about. Yeah. And, and that's and that's been going on from for centuries. The yeah. oh, it's Marilyn Manson was the reason Columbine happens. Like what? You're gonna you you'd you'd blame like a game that is is very much like pixelated and like especially in this time, right? Even Mortal before, Kombat. like even before Mortal Kombat, yeah, we're talking like Think, Tetris. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> such God, an evil brutal. game. <laughs> Burger time. Communist Tetris <laughs> is having an impact on our the children. Russian music really gets in <laughs> their is. brains. It was in 440, which is meant to control oh. the kids. <laughs> but like, it would be something like uh, like Double Dragon. Yeah, and it's like oh. You can kind of see like this, like red pixel that happens. That's that's what's mel- melting our kids' brains. Melting their brains. That's right. There's no TV video game. There's yeah. no game that I'm more convinced is from hell than the game when you don't have internet and it's that little T Rex jumping over cactuses and avoiding birds and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 404 era, era. game. Era oh, yeah. game. Yeah, yep. that's, that's what that's from. That's from hell. That is from hell. I'll say that it's it's horseshit. Yeah. yeah, but it is funny because they clearly don't take it seriously though. Like uh, Ram's prayer was my favorite. Yes, <laughs> and, so and this good. is a this is a test to our boy Patrick Laberto. He was he was the main uh, bad guy in Three Ninjas. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we like he was our favorite part of Three Ninjas. It's amazing, yeah. and Fester, Fester, yes. yeah. And something about something about his facial mannerisms and how he. How he moves his head around. He's like, Jesus, God in heaven, why'd you have to kill such hot snatch? <laughs> just a joke. It's just a joke, man. Jeez, people are so serious. <laughs> like, like, he he might be one of my favorite like B-list actors of I, all time. I think it's his eyes, man. It's his, dude, I was just going to say. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Like, well, I, it's just like he's got that like look of, <laughs> I don't know, when he's like even praying, he's like... It's just like a kind of like a Small lost snatch. puppy almost. It's 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 like a thousand yard stare, but he but he's looking right past what's in front of him. Yes, like that's kind of what it is. And it's, he's focused on snatch. It's great. Yeah, he he's or he pizza snatch from inches. a thousand miles away. But you know that's that's what it is. Calling all cars, calling all cars, calling all cars, calling all cars. Oh uh, yeah, he's so I, the cash register. I, I, <laughs> hey, my good man. Uh, I don't know what it is about him, man, but he and he's got a, a quite a IMDb of like appearances lots of TV, like that. You know? Lots of TV. Little House on the Prairie is yeah. where he started. It's like man. <laughs> if you say guy. anything, if you say Little House on the Prairie, I'm just gonna imagine Fester shows up for like one episode in Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, little dudes. dudes. Hey, little dudes. <laughs> hey, you guys churning some butter in here? <laughs> 
Oh. Hey, we should get the, we should get the cows into pasture, huh? <laughs> Man, you little dudes are serious. <laughs> oh, I do love their like individual uh, um, testimonials for Heather. Like that that editing style is like kind of bringing back from the cafeteria. You know what I mean? You mean like where the oh, news yeah. is like interviewing him or the yearbook is? No, or the uh, the scene we're talking about where he's like, oh, the prayers. Yeah. yeah. So they all have an opinion on like Heather. You know, they all have a Heather story or like uh, something to say to God about Heather, even though probably didn't know her too much or like like her even too much. You know? Yeah. It's really it, like the editing of that is really brilliant to me. Yeah. I, I like how the film takes us into that and out of this weird. Or out of like this kind of stationary yep. shots that we've been seeing so far, you know. For sure. Do you think Winona Ryder is the best uh, narrator while diarying? Because she did it in Be- Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, she must be. She like, just typecast as like a, a girl who can write in a diary. <laughs> like I can say, very though, good man, journalist. She she must be going through just hundreds of journals in a year. That she writes, she writes <laughs> only one a, side of the paper, approximately thirteen words a page <laughs> on this, and it is. Or she's got really bad eyesight. I don't know which could one. Be, it is. Could be, could be, man. But it's just, it's really like her. This is Heather. Died and <laughs> then, <laughs> then a cliffhanger, uh, and you're just like, okay, okay, like, okay. man, okay. She had jitterbug journals, she yep. just and then she like reaches the end of one, just like, ah, uh, <laughs> stacks it up here, <laughs> and then new page. Okay. <laughs> well, let's move on to scene three. So, Heather McNamara convinces Veronica to go with her, Kurt, and Ram on a double date. J.D. finds the four teens that evening in a field and Veronica leaves with him. The boys spread a false rumor about Veronica and J.D. helps her plan her revenge. In the forest, J.D. shoots Ram and Veronica shoots Kurt. They plant evidence to make it look like a suicide. At their funeral, the boys are made into martyrs to homophobia. Disturbed by J.D.'s behavior, behavior Veronica breaks up with him. Even uh, speaking of the parents as well, where she's like, what, are you, what are you doing tonight, sweetie? He's like, I don't know, morning, maybe watch a little TV. <laughs> I fucking love that so Pretty fucking good. Morning. Uh, haven't decided yeah. yet. Watch a little TV. He's like, what the fuck else are you gonna do? I guess that's how I mourn. Yeah, I guess I just you just watch TV. I just want to be mindless for a little while. Uh, Turn yeah. movies like Road Trip on. They forget go. about everything. Yeah. This is such a great cut again of the like. Yeah, just yeah. They they've been really nice to to us and. Hey, just as I find I'll go as long as we don't go cow tipping or something like that. <laughs> Seeing them in the field where as long as they don't get drunk and go cow tipping inside, they're being like buddies. Fucking love you, man. It's so funny to me. It's got such a whimsical nature that you don't even realize that like he's date raping her in the background and, and we're not even focused on it. Yeah. Like it's so wild, and it's I, and I like it. I like the take on it because it's like that's oh, not a big deal, yeah. you know. Like they just kind of let that happen, and and it's even a part of when, high school. Yeah, it's just part of yeah. high school, you know. And Winona Ryder has claimed that this is like her favorite moment from the film. That it's her walking up the hill, seeing JD in the background. Is Heather just there? She just, she said it's so subversive and dark that once you notice it, you can't stop thinking about it. Ugh. And I, it, it like took me a second to realize what was going on, but and but like the Heather was like, well, yeah, of course that's going to happen to me tonight, you know, like that's, yeah, they, I, I just Man. I don't like if that's a commentary on maybe the culture of the eighties. Like we look so fondly back on the eighties and nineties so nicely sometimes, but like 
That's yeah. That's, we're just gonna. That's what's gonna happen. That's to what us. I like about this movie so much because I think even I think um, in uh, our, my conclusion for the thing, I quote a video, a YouTube video um, of this girl who said that uh, Carpenter is here to give you the bad news, and I think this movie, this movie is here to give you the bad news. Yeah, like this is maybe maybe this is you see high school a little differently. Maybe John Hughes sees high school a little differently. Yep. You know, like this might be a, this a might little bit more how, how it really it was. You know? Sorry about that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, AJ. Not, just, it's time um, for you to talk. No, I, no, it's not. I, it's like it's just a like the whole the whole lead up to it uh, is of of them like getting ready to like kill uh, Kurt and Ram yeah. though is is uh, is again. <clears throat> I like the after the the aftermath kind of commentary between them that Veronica like. <laughs> acting surprised and kind of shocked or, or like, well, and it's like, I didn't want to actually like kill him. You said that they were like bullets. It's like, you lied to me. It's like, you knew that what it was. If if, if, like, you knew what was actually going on. You can't say that you didn't want this to happen because you were a part of it. Like you still went through with it even after like, uh, you know, yeah, he, he lied to you, but you wanted, you wanted to believe his lie. That's what I think uh, Christian Slater was saying. His mm. character is saying. Well, did you catch that subtle? They're in the room, and he, and he goes, "JD's like, do you know German?" And she's like, "No, just French." And then he says, "These are ich luge bullets." Yeah, which ich luge in German means I'm lying. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Which is it's weird that they even had to do that, but like I think JD wanted to be like, "No, nah, I fucking I told you I yeah. wasn't I wasn't yeah. really lying. I told you I'm lying. I told you I was lying. <laughs> I'm lying that these are fake bullets." That's the thing. I like the the idea is she is is showing or saying that she didn't want this to happen, but he's like, "Well, you're not even being honest with yourself because you want like I lied to you, but you wanted to believe my lie and." You mm-hmm. continued to go along with this, yeah. even though what? Like, well, we're gonna like shoot bullets that go in their skin but don't kill them. Like, even that's like we've gone too far. Yeah. Right. That's still fucked. <laughs> Super it's weird. Still assault <laughs> with a deadly weapon. It still know? is. It's probably attempted murder at least. Yeah. Uh, no, dude, you can run around a school and shoot blanks from a real gun. And, you'd like, still be in fine. school. Yeah. Yeah, you're still in school. It's fine. One of my secondary props was uh, mineral water because I left when he, he says, "This is Ohio. If you don't drink, a, if you don't have brewski in your hand. You're yeah. practically wearing a dress." You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's you know, oh, it's oh. Iowa too. <laughs> for for as much as I mean, like I want to talk about this for as for as much as we can all go back and watch a movie like this and, and hear the endless drops of F words. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that I don't feel comfortable saying. And, and for all the podcasts out there that are like, this movie should be canceled. Like, look at all the F words they dropped. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. We don't say that nowadays. And, and that's great because we've learned. But this was the dialogue of the age and it should be allowed to be said in this movie. But but this movie doesn't just drop it for no reason. There's been movies where they're just dropping F word for no reason. Yeah. Just because, like, yeah, we can say it. It's funny. This movie really, I I was impressed when the they're, they're in the, first of all, they're in the caskets with their helmets on. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> and that's such a testament oh. to their identity as yes. football players. Yes. Like, oh, I fucking love it. But then for the dad to be able to get up and basically say, my son's a homosexual. 
I love my dead gay son. My dead gay son. <laughs> like, like that's that's funny, but that's very progressive. It, yeah. That the fact that he could he wouldn't be embarrassed at that. Like that that's where this movie's like like they're they're pushing they're pushing things a little bit into into progressiveness, right? And to even go forward on like the until you're dead, no one respects you kind of thing. Yes. It's like he wouldn't love his son if he was alive and gay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, if he had come out That's to him the, the day before, he'd be like, <laughs> yes. "No, fuck you. We gotta get we gotta get treatment for this." Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think I think that is again. Gotta That's go the to play. gay school. Beca- <laughs> gay school. <laughs> Where's gay school? Get the gay out of here. Uh, we gotta, we gotta pray this way. The church, the church will help you with yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, we Ripper. gotta go to Sun Gay School. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Oh, all right. Wait, all right. Uh. <laughs> we haven't given this out for. <laughs> Why is it every it should, week? It should have been deployed with black face. <laughs> it's just a pre, you know. You were building up. Hey. Why is it that every week we pick we pick a very like touchy subject and we fucking laugh really hard about we it? Have to. Because we're awesome. We're fucked. Because Sunday <laughs> school. <laughs> why does this why do churches not say that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, there you go. Oh no, you gotta go to Sunday school. Oh, well. Every other every other Sunday is a Sunday school. If you mean to tell me <laughs> and it's spelled S O N K. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. S-O-N-G. S-O-N-G. My son's gay school. He's got to go to son gay school. It's We keep doing these. We keep doing these on episodes where maybe some people don't tune in because they're like, I don't really know that. What's Heather's? Who cares? No, but you're you're right because like it's really great on the dad. Like I'm very proud of the dad for saying what he says, but also you're right. Like he wouldn't have said that the day before. Right. It's so that's so that's brilliant, man. uh, And uh, and you know on on these types of on these types of things, and you always talk about like, well, this movie, other places are like these movies should be canceled, and it's like. It's the same idea of like you want to erase history. Yeah. yeah. So you want to erase what we came from so we don't repeat it. Right. That's what you want to do. Exactly. Like it's the same thing of like not wanting to teach about bad American history in yeah. history classes. Yeah. You want to not talk about that because it's important that we know so we don't we repeat know it. There's a do. saying is that history repeats itself. Exactly. You know. Wait till wait till 30 years from now when our kids take over our podcast and the yeah. movies they're going to talk about from today. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> no. Can <laughs> you believe my that? My dad shit? had a joke and said son gay school. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't even say that anymore. I haven't anymore. talked to my dad in six years. <laughs> <laughs> he said son gay school. Holy shit! That's a piece Poor of Harris, shit, bro. <laughs> Poor Harrison. He, he is done for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. Yeah, he's done for because he'll never be as funny as me. Oh! <laughs> it's a new king in town, yeah. AJ. We're like age gay school. That's not funny. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> oh, no. Gay J? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome to my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my high school. One. I said the wrong one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. I do. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's very. It's. It's on the. It's on the nose. Funny, you know, yeah, because is. they want to. They put him in there with their helmets on and then he's it's just taking this again it's like that's that's the dark comedy aspect and that's the, again these parts that make it seem like somebody's telling me this story second or third hand it's like yeah they had the boys in there and even the dad was pretty choked up and he just but 
You know, they buried him with their helmets, too. It's like, God, no, they yeah. fucking didn't. You're so right. What the? <laughs> you're making that up. Yeah. That's very funny. It's the best shot of the movie. Like, He's I love the football. I love how, like, because I think they go to it and they, they have Otho, like, talking oh, yeah. and, like, yeah. the camera's on him. He's like, these, these boys, it cuts to them. Like, cutting to them first would have been not as funny, you know what I mean? But going to Otho, talking oh, shit, about the them funeral. in third oh, person, and then oh, and then talk, or showing them is so funny. Yep. And, and I, I think even Otho is saying... Father Ripper. Fa- oh, sorry. Yeah. I, like, I like Otho. It's Otho Ripper it. is yeah. basically saying... <laughs> he's, he's basically saying, like, no, we, we, the, the church doesn't like this, but at the same time, we're okay with it now, like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it just seems like he's alluding to this... <laughs> about them even though the church wouldn't be okay with yes. it we are okay with yeah. it so after, no. after the events of beetlejuice otho realized yeah. that the spirit world was pretty crazy and yeah. that converted him to like catholicism like he's like oh shit i yeah. gotta and so he went and became a tr- instead of an interior decorator he's like I'm he's a priest seen now. it all really. i'm a priest now yeah, yeah. he started sun gay school <laughs> i'm just sure right. to say uh oath ripper is my new band oh oath, oath ripper. ripper or oath ripper <laughs> yeah, well, oh. for the podcast sake oath ripper oath, oath, oath ripper. ripper can that just be the name of a song <laughs> okay yeah and i like oath that ripper. actually yeah, i'm gonna write it down right now oath ripper I give a fuck oh love it can you write it about otho becoming a priest and starting a, a sun gay school yeah. yes he and converted himself first and then he oh, yeah no You'll hear it soon. All right, we'll see you. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday school. <laughs> All right, scene four. So J.D. blackmails Heather Duke into getting every student to sign a petition. Martha, a large girl who is frequent target of bullying, attempts to kill herself by walking into traffic but survives. Heather McNamara attempts suicide, but Veronica intervenes. Veronica returns home, and her parents say that J.D. stopped by. Realizing that he plans to kill her, she fakes her own suicide by hanging. J.D. finds her, and assuming she's dead, gives a monologue, revealing his plan to blow up the school pep rally, make it look like a mass suicide. This is this is so important to me. Uh, this whole idea, like they even talk about it with, with Heather McNamara's suicide. Like, if everyone jumped off a bridge, would you? See? Yeah, okay. probably. Yeah. And, and the idea that all the popular kids can turn, the popular kids can take committing suicide and be like, no, this is what popular kids It's do. the cool thing to do. This is the cool thing to do. And that they can, they can make, they can find a way to make fun of Martha yes. for not only attempting to commit suicide, but not even being good enough to, to she, die. Right. She's not even good enough. She wasn't popular enough. She wasn't cool enough. She couldn't even do it the right way. It's honestly hilarious that she's just trying to copy everyone and not like it's like it's this is the most like sick conversation maybe of darkest this is the darkest thing of anything we've maybe talked about in the podcast. Yeah. Like of how how ingrained bullying and like cool kids versus not cool kids are like it's fucked up. It's and it's not far fetched. This is what would happen. Yeah. We're not like going. It's funny. Right. Because like, no, I mean, think about there's there's people faking illnesses or ailments on TikTok, you know, like with having Tourette's or some shit like that. There's people yeah. faking that for like likes and clout and shit. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody out there who is also another fake ailment TikToker who's like, you're not even doing it right. You're not even the real. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are we even doing here? I, I <laughs> like, popularity. Yeah. That Popu- is- the new popularity mm-hmm. is views and likes and subscribers and like that is the ultimate it is. test of being the popular kid is how many subscribers do you have, bro? Like, like I say, like, uh, was it um, 
was it Mike Giuliano in the in the Little Lebowski who who said it that it was it, it's like too close to mm-hmm. it be, it's it, now it's too close to reality. There yeah. are moments where it just goes ah that's not funny enough because yeah this is kind of real to me. Well, and and that's the thing like how how does it get to that level? You know what I mean? And it's just such a like I said, it's just such a dark conversation that is played very lightly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And her uh Martha like actually getting ready to go and like and to walk out into traffic. Again, it's like it, it's dark. This sucks. Yeah. It, it's there's and and I think what makes it even darker and again, maybe it's just reading into some things too much, but in most scenarios, you would have somebody Let's say it was like, oh, somebody's going to go hang themselves in the barn or something like that. Oh, yeah. But it, we're making we're making it fun. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody would be running in there at the last moment to try to make an even further joke out of it to be like, no, oh, Carl, what are you doing? Don't do this. Damn it, Earl. Like, what's what's happening? You're trying to hold him up and make it <laughs> funny. And then the rope breaks and it's like falls on him. It's like, thanks for breaking my fall <laughs> rather than my neck. And and that they'd make some joke out of it. And in this, Martha is alone. And walking out into that traffic, mm-hmm. and there is with mm, shit on her shirt because with she, things on her shirt because like, it was the last straw. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and there is no no one coming to save her. No one walking to save her. The traffic isn't even isn't stopping for her. It, that's a very very bleak thing to 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 be to watch as an audience. I think uh, our queen, our dark queen herself, Winona Ryder, said it best in your quote that you had about her, where she's. This movie is just like all subversive. Mm. Like it's just it's just taking everything, every like sort of like taboo topic, especially with like young high school people, and subverting everything about it, and subverting these teen comedy movies as well, which is what I like about it. Um, I guess we'll get to that with my end, yeah. with the ending. But yeah, we we didn't get to. T- I mean, I want to bring up Winona Ryder because first of all, does anyone wear black goth better than she does? I don't think no. so. And, and that's that was a, a an issue of mine with the movie. I think I think she's the worst dressed person in this movie, probably on purpose. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I don't maybe. know. She her clothing is so god awful looking back on the eighties. But when she when she goes to black goth for like the funeral, it's just like you're the queen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're the queen. She like she's she's so damn good at everything she does, and I don't I couldn't have seen anybody else be this. Role. She's really not, I don't know why she really hasn't like I don't know not missed a beat in this role. She you can see why she wanted it so bad. She was almost like made for this role to be honest. Where I guess the reason that she wanted it so much is that she saw a lot of herself in this character, mm-hmm. maybe or saw a lot of herself in the um, or related she's pretty to fresh out of high school too. So she probably yeah. Like, it was fresh what, in her mind. Didn't she do uh, Beetlejuice before this, right? Beetlejuice was like a year before this. Okay. okay. So I don't know. Like coming off of this, it just seemed like it, it was very personal to her. It's, it's dark too. And yeah. She's, she's the dark queen. And she, she's the best. I, I I think she's amazing. And like she could have been maybe a little lackluster yep. with, the, with a movie like this, but she fucking crushed this. She's so good in it. And then like she she does this like fake suicide thing, which I was like, oh God. Like I I. Did not see that coming, and I was not very, at all. I was shocked. Yeah. yeah, and then and then it got me thinking. Like, how did she actually? How did she fake that? <laughs> She's clearly like 
almost like something else was tied around her waist that she was loosening up. But it was like, well, what if that went wrong? Yeah, you know, I, I, did, I they, they just very much skim over that. But maybe that's the the lackadaisical just part of this. Like, oh, whatever. Like, we're going to I'm going to fake this so I can hear what you're going to say because you're going to monologue over me, J.D., over my dead body. And like, yeah, I don't know. It got a very the this like dream sequence thing. And then like that, that took me out a little bit of this movie. Mm. This because this is where that dream sequence happens. Right. Where the knife are we talking about uh, that? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, like where yes. She she falls asleep on the bed and dreams that like he he's trying to kill her. Oh yeah, yeah. That felt a little out of place to me in um, this. Yeah, the dirty knife thing yeah. or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I knew it was, I knew it was fake because they're showing her a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like if you have somebody who's hung in a movie, it's usually very like quick clips because it's. Anyone just being hung, whether it's real or fake, I mean, it's disturbing imagery. Yeah. Like it's it's weird to look at. We don't want to see it. And so um, want, yeah, but they kept showing. But they it. kept showing. Don't it. worry, it's fine. Yeah, and so <laughs> and then her mom walks in and it's just like, oh, I'm, I should have let you take that job at the mall. I just didn't want you. And then she like perks up and it's like, again, mom is apparently still so far enough removed. It's yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the job at the mall. It's and, my fault. Yeah. It is your fault. And again, making it about her. Yep. Yeah. How about that? I should have let you do this or I should. Oh, man. And it, her mom immediately just makes it about her. And then she's just like, cool, that she's fine. Yeah, like, well, you're fine. <laughs> There's some serious. <laughs> oh, your boyfriend! You did this for your boyfriend. Okay, oh. but any pate's ready and anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> the pate is still cold. It hasn't gotten lukewarm yet, so you can come on down. How was your other one. friend's suicide <laughs> yeah. the first day back? How was yeah. everything pretty good? Dude, hell yeah! What the fuck? Uh, kids are weird. Is, it, is this the same? <laughs> <laughs> kids will be kids. Hell man, yeah. you just gotta let them do what, what they want to do. They do next. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Is this also the scene where I think uh, Heather Chandler comes back? Is like um, the afterlife is so boring. I have to, if I have to sing Kumbaya one more time, <laughs> oh, I yeah, think that was during the dream, during the dream like in yeah. the back of okay. the church. Yeah. Yes, and so that too was just like even in death, they're, they're not satisfied with yeah. what they got going on. You know, I, it's just like they will never be satiated with life ever. And I think I think it just makes it that point of you know we talk so much about how this martyrs them for everyone else to own yep. as their own in some way, shape or form. And even death is not, it's not, it's not good for them. Yeah. I don't know what heaven's like. I don't know what, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. It's like, no, it's still bullshit <laughs> for the person that it happened to. And it's like, ugh. I'm sure there's clicks in heaven too. Oh you know? yeah, like there has it, to be. it's probably more the same. You didn't pray as much as I prayed. Are you kidding? I mean, <laughs> yeah. John Hughes is up there. You know, there's clicks. Man. <laughs> come on, come on. Well, before we do scene five, uh, well, let's talk about the Jarrett Layoff Confused Breakfast ad- Actor Database. This Heck is. Yeah. Do you know who the number one is of all the movies we've done? What actor in this movie's been in our most movies? Is it Christian Slater? It is Christian Slater. Okay. Yeah. This is his fourth movie. Uh, wow. Remember, he was in Austin Powers, True Romance. Legend of Billy Jean and of course Heather's Patrick Laberto. This is his third. He was uncredited in Blazing Saddles. I want to ask yeah, him about that. Same. I want to ask him where he was at in that. He was a voice in it or something. Yeah, something apparently. like that. And like, then uh, Christian Slayer's in Austin Powers. Yeah, I need to know about this too. He was like a security guard. Remember? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was when they when they're breaking <laughs> when they're breaking into the facility at the end there, and they go in and 
lab coats and they come out yeah. and there's a security guard there. It's okay. literally Christian Slater. Let me see. Here, look. Here he is. I'll show you. There he is. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Surprised you guys didn't know that. Oh you do a movie podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? Well I, well, I guess that's it. Uh, Jared, if you can make it into Cedar Rapids, you can have my seat. <laughs> well, and one more too. Mark uh, Mark Bringleson, he was one of the officers that that's found fake, them. That's a fake name. Mark Bringleson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mark Bringleson and he was Peter a, Travers. He was an officer that found them, that found the football players. Okay. And, and he was also an officer in Airheads. And he was Andy Warhol in Austin Powers. Oh, oh wow. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's no shit. Sure. Cool. baby, and it freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those cops, they were really funny. They, they were acting like how they, they thought naked? cops would act. Yeah. Oh, my you know? God, dude. I'm, I can't believe we've, sk- we've skirted over that. But them, just the way that they are is not the way <laughs> cops are. No. Nope. Like, not even in the 80s. It is. A, it's like, oh, nothing here. Just some kids making out in a car. Are they naked? Yeah. <laughs> they watched too many cop shows and movies and then they became a cop and were disenchanted with paperwork probably they have have a shrine to barney fife up above their (laughs) your deputy's name is barney is barney (laughs) all right last scene scene five veronica confronts jd in the school's boiler room as he plants dynamite she shoots him and his switchbag cuts the wires to the detonator Veronica goes outside and JD follows her with a bomb strapped to his chest. He offers a personal eulogy and detonates the bomb, killing himself. As students and faculty rush to see what happened, Veronica walks back inside disheveled from the explosion. She approaches Duke, takes the red scrunchie, asserts that Duke is no longer in charge. Veronica invites Martha Martha to spend prom night watching movies together. Mm -hmm. Did you rewind the middle finger blowing up? Like when he he gets... uh, Oh, when it gets shot off. Yeah, and the finger gets shot off. I was like, yeah, that probably... I don't. I bet that was pretty bad. And it's like perfect editing CGI or whatever the fuck they did there. The middle finger and just goes. And he's like, ah! I rewound that two or three times. Really, just see how perfect it was. It was really good. Good. Okay. When he's cool. down in the boiler room. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I speaking of uh, Shannon Doherty in this too. Like it. And when I brought up earlier the um, almost Goodfellas gangster esque mm-hmm. uh, um, nature of the of a clique and the hierarchy. Like one leader dies. And so then the, the yeah, next just one steps in. The, yeah. You, you so you, the throne. Yeah. The usurper of like the positions like she's she's third and everyone's dead now. So she's now the leader. You know, it's it was so it's so fucking stupid, but so funny. And then to see to, to read that she was playing it straight the whole time. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Yeah. You know, that she thought this was like a real drama. There's some other part uh, movie that we kind of did that same thing or no that was uh that was american psycho again where um willem dafoe yep, was asked right. to play it three different ways yep you know and so good and that's that's great to to have somebody's perception of what's going on to be like a straighter like uh, like uh more clean per- precise role is is great honestly i there's there's a whole thing of uh for her in particular well other heather she did, uh, she did uh, surveys. You're going to do petitions. <laughs> and it's just like, like, like it's just a thing that she does to yeah. go around to be popular, yeah. like just to talk to people, just to talk to herself. People. Yep. Yeah. Like, and that's that's the thing that she she does. And the the petition. What was the petition that she got signed again? Well, it was. It was masked under a lot of different things. Oh, that's right. That was that was how she got everyone to sign it. Is because 
It, if it was the nerds, it'd be like, ah, yeah. to, to get uh, D&D allowed in the cafeteria. She tailored it to certain clicks. Yeah, yeah. so that way everyone would sign it. But ultimately underneath it was, what was the final petition that they all signed? Oh, it was the, the suicide note. Yes. They were all signing a suicide note. Okay. That they were going to die in the, in the, at prom. Mm-hmm. In oh, the my gym. God. Yeah. Okay. Okay, It was great. dark. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do you think he was actually going to tell her how to turn the bomb off? I don't think so. I think I think he was pretty hell bent and uh, determined to kind of play this whole thing out and get the, get the story even in death, you know. So then, what stops him from like still like walking into the middle of the gym and going into the crowd and blowing himself up? Yeah, you know, know, like I don't like I don't much like the ending of this movie where half of me doesn't like that Veronica gets to like be the have the arc she does because she still was a bad person. Mm-hmm. It's true. And and I I almost don't like that she gets to be like the hero in this when she killed people. <laughs> you yeah, know? And I like, mean she took part in it. She was part like, of the clique. She, she was the clique. Yeah, she was involved in it. And so some she was involved in every bad part of this movie. Yes. Yeah. If you think about it. And so I don't necessarily like that. And I don't really like this JD martyrdom like um well i guess i'm just gonna blow myself up then and Mm -hmm. see you in heaven i think maybe you know like that that unless you got a better like description of why this happens i don't know it just i don't really i i just i do know that there was an alternate ending that they they were going to shoot um and it was that he did blow up the whole school and they all it ended with like a, a prom in heaven pretty much, which I really like. Well, and the idea was that they're all friends. Yeah. That that it took that them all dying now. to yeah. go to heaven and they were all like <laughs> like Martha was like singing and everybody's like, Yeah, Martha. Which like, wow. calls into effect too. Like the person I was in high school is so dead. Mm-hmm. Which is just like kind of like killing that version of yourself to become oh, something else. You know? I like, like that way better. I like, you just said that, man. I like that. What you just said that, that is the most, if we had a profound belt, then you would win it right now. <laughs> Here it is. It's this little, uh, it's there this it little. is. It's the profound oh. silicone chip. Awesome. Yes. Congrats. Thanks, Congratulations. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. I, don't know I know. <laughs> uh, don't eat that. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. But it is, I think it is. I think that is very good. It's kind of like, uh, you're right. Like the the person that you were in high school, even in college, you know, by the time you're you're mid thirties or whatever, that person is basically dead. I mean, it's whether like even the things that you liked and the things you didn't like, it's all pretty much could be gone. Or it's evolved or into something else, you know. Right, right. Yeah. You know, the things that evolved out of it, I guess, you know, hopefully is for the better. Yeah. But Man, that's a, that's a good way to put it because I like that. That actually gives me some semblance of this like ending of the movie. Yeah, yeah, because wow, look at Veronica. She's gonna be nice to everybody now. There's oh, a new good. sheriff in town. I do, oh. I do agree with you that it's like she doesn't get any comeuppance, and it seems like she should, even though I love her. Yeah, so much, you know. But it, she did bad things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and who's to say that she's now the leader? Like, who's to say she's not gonna eventually just get drunk on power again or something? Right. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she goes over to Martha's house and it smells weird. So she's like, "I'm never she's gonna like, go oh, house Yeah, she she definitely hasn't. Like, I mean, she's been sitting in that that hover round for way too long. It smells <laughs> oh terrible. It's <laughs> 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 like a drummer's drum throne. Probably smells yeah. like fucking <laughs> Oh Jesus, that bike seat's just oh. Anyways, yeah, but. <laughs> It's just a weird. It's just a weird thought. Oh, and actually, did you hear? I mean, this is actually really kind of sad that 
um, that uh, Jeremy Applegate was the guy who played Peter, who he was kind of the, I think he was the guy raising money for Africa and said, oh, I'm never going to commit suicide. I I don't, I would never do that. He actually did commit suicide in the year 2000 at age 34. And then Kim Walker, who played Heather number one, she even in the movie says, did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? She died of a brain tumor in 2001 at age 32. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Sad, sad. I hate because especially Kim Walker, who played Heather one. I was like, oh, she's really good. Really good. Right. Yeah. right. And, and you look at her IMDb and it's like an old photo. You go, oh, shit. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Kind of sad. That's it's, a shame. it's like it's almost like the like a curse of the movie or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. That's terrifying. Oh, that's terrible, man. Well, you got anything else on this movie, boys? I think I'm good. We have stripped away nope. Sean's nostalgia. We are going <laughs> to talk about Veronica it. Spend like, ha- happily ever after. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, I guess I do like the aspect of like, instead of going to prom, renting some videos, some that's new releases. Cool. You're like, that's my queen. I, I would do that, that with you, queen. I would, I would do that all day with her. It's Never wanted to be Martha more in my life. Especially yes. if you wear black. All right, What's we got to talk about modern day, especially if you're wearing black in the shower. Oh, okay. Uh, we got to talk about our modern day rating of this. We're going to go to Sean first on this one, since he was the only one who actually saw this before yesterday. Sean, what do you think about this movie? Modern day rating. Um, yeah, I, I coming into this, I didn't, I, I've never heard of anybody like in person. I've heard like some people that I like on different podcasts like pure cinema podcasts they actually had uh the writer daniel waters on to talk about high school movies they did a top five of high school movies um and he was really cool uh to learn from and and, uh see like where some of his influences might have come from with like older high school movies and stuff um so that was really cool i think this this movie is like masterfully written i think it's one of the uh scripts out there that's i think michael layman saw it and was like, I, there's no flair to add to this because it's all dialogue and it's all, it should all just be kind of, uh, entombed into a frame and not be fucked with, not like have sweeping, you know, uh, drone shots, I guess it would be crane shots back then, you know, be fill in with this movie. It should just be the dialogue and be the characters. I really respect that about the direction. Uh, I think the performances are really good. Um, I there's another I did see an interview with uh, Daniel Waters. He said that the movie was partly inspired by a one single line in The Breakfast, and I agree with and think that this uh, movie is the when you become an adult, your heart dies of high school movies. Cool, wow, yeah. Um, I, that was extremely profound when I heard, when I heard him say that. I'm like, that is the epitome of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think that it's something special. I think it's an eight for me. Eight wow. for Sean AJ. What about you, man? This is really tough for me because. Uh, like I have to think about I, I have been trying to think about other movies that we've done that I want to make sure I can compare it to properly and just make sure I'm not out of turn um, you know rating rating these things out of turn because and I don't know really what there what there, what else there would be like for me there's the the movies that coincide with this are, are like Coen Brothers type movies and even um um, uh, like what was that? Like true romance, you know, things like that, that they just, they feel a little bit too surreal, you know? And uh, like my first 
like really watching this through, I wasn't like enthralled with the movie by any means. This is certainly one of the movies that talking with you guys, it makes me appreciate mm-hmm. the movie a Same. ton. That's why more. we do this. This is probably going to be like a 7.8 until we started talking about hey, it. Hey, nerds yeah. online, maybe watch it with some friends and talk about it. Super weird. Um, <laughs> nerds. Isn't that weird? Uh, but it's, it's, so it's tough to rate because I love, I, I love, Winona Ryder, I love Christian Slater. Like I think some of the sometimes the performances become a little tchotchke, but then it's it kind of falls into this vein of like, well, maybe that's kind of the vibe because of the surrealness of it. And so it's tough for me. I think you know if I was gonna if I was gonna regurgitate something that Mike has said before, I'm sure the more that I watch this movie, the mm-hmm. more I will probably enjoy it, and the more it would go up. But based on just what I what I've seen and getting to talk to you guys about it, I think I would give this movie. Um, I, I think I would be generous to give this movie a seven point one five. I'm going to split the difference between you guys. Like I, I will definitely like this more. I if it would have only been my first watch, if I only had time to watch it one time, I would have been more like a five or six. Second time, I was like, ah, okay, I see more what you're doing here. Satire's not necessarily my thing because mm-hmm. I almost just want it to be like, just, just, just go that route or go that route. Like, yeah. don't, don't hide it for me because I'm not as smart as some people. Okay, just, but I, I love this idea of this convoluted mess. Like, we hate JD, but we realize it's his dad's fault. But JD still sucks because you can change that. JD, we're mad at Veronica for going along with the bullying and wanting to be popular, but it's probably her rich upbringing and shitty parents' fault. We're mad at all the Heathers and the jocks, but they're just a product of high school culture and coming of age. So there's like, you, you kind of hate the establishment and you feel for the kids, but then at the same time, Veronica's mom says when teenagers complain that they want to be treated like human beings, it's usually because they are being treated like human that beings. That is yes. my favorite oh. line of this <laughs> entire movie. And that's when it movie. flips the background and be like, well, duh, of course the parents are being pieces of shit because their kids suck yep. and they're going through high school. Yeah. So I, I love that aspect of it. It still doesn't beat other high school movies for me, but like I, I bet it probably will eventually as I keep watching. I'm going to go a 7.51. So that is a 7.55 for the group on our modern day rating, which isn't going to be too bad. Oops. Hold on. We slid over there. Modern day rating 7.55 is going to take us ooh, to a tie with Tombstone in the 60th spot. Okay. Is where that's going to be <laughs> on our list. That is right. Uh, that's better. That's sliding up into the top 50% of the movies we've done. Wow, okay. This is one of those movies that was, when I first saw it, it's challenging. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if this is any good. Yes. And it's like a uh, album. Like a, a, There's a band called Daughters out there. It's super confronting, like weird, electronic almost, uh, just like noise music that I'm like, I don't know if I like this. And if you didn't give it a second chance, you would just go on saying, exactly. I don't like this. It takes time to get, and I love challenging things like that. That was this, sleep this, token this, for me. Okay. I was like, I was like, yeah. This movie would like challenge me. I'm like, I don't know. And then I, 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 you keep giving it another chance. You're like, it the more keeps you unraveling read about it, itself. the more underneath you you unravel and go, well, wait, what if they meant that by this? Yeah. Like that's when it that's when it goes. Ah, yeah. I, I it think still happens. It's happened when we recorded this. Yeah. yeah, and I think that you know, getting to getting to discuss the movie with you guys is is it gives me back what I might regret about not being able to see this movie sooner in life. Yeah, to be that's able true. to like start breaking it down or have or or identify it with it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that opportunity. So that's why I'm glad 
we got to talk about. I it think this once way. you find something else inside the movie, it'll relate to you at the time of your life, probably. Right. For sure. That's what's cool about these things. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next week. We discuss Cliffhanger, followed by Office Space. Ooh, oh, hell yeah, dude. Wow. And if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. Another fantastic high school movie with zero satire, Teen Wolf. Yeah. Boom. No satire. Perfect. No satire in that. Zero satire allowed. All right, guys. We all knew a werewolf. So... Huh? <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for attending this week's Sunday School. We really <laughs> do school. appreciate you being here. We would appreciate if you leave us a review here on YouTube. We're in that new studio. Got them fresh vibes. Uh, so check us out on YouTube and uh, check us out on social media, guys. Search for at Confused Breakfast. Just search Confused Breakfast. You'll find us. Trust me, you will. Confusedbreakfast.com. You can get some of our merch. I think you can get some shirts. I think you could probably get some stickers. You can get some koozies at Not Your Father's Beer shirts, some official Steve Kuzer koozies. Uh, you can go to the same damn website and see the ratings of the movies that we've done. You see AJ's ratings, you see my ratings, and you see Mike's ratings, and then the show's ratings overall. I love you. Goodbye. If you want to protest our bringing the word sun gay school into the world, then you can come to Upload Media Group, which is where we're produced in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can pick it outside, but know that it's us and it's not them. They just produce this show. Yeah, okay? they just do it. We got sun, Logan sun and Craig in the room here. UploadMediaGroup.com. And we are on the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. Learn more. Cloud10.fm. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Goodbye, cruel world. Sunday school will be uh, next Saturday. Sunday so, school okay. is every other Sunday. Every other every, every other it's, Saturday. It's on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs>